If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Now we turn to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. It's the Mike Calter Show. It's 1025 The Bone. Don't forget, coming up at 8 o'clock today, your first chance at winning $1,000 of The Bone bonus. You'll listen for the keyword, then you will text it to 70123. And hopefully you'll be chosen like somebody was yesterday for 1025 The Bone. Yeah, Julie. Julie won $1,000. So good luck to everybody. First time happens 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock, uh, noon, 2 and 5. Yep. I like that. I'm not even reading it. Um, before we get into news, Galvin, Carmen. Yes. Do you know yet? What? Can you read the last clue of Sporkle to us again, please? I don't have it open anymore. Mm. Open it. Open it. No, I don't have it anymore. What do you mean you don't have it? Like, it wasn't, like, a brand new one. Like, I had to go, like, find an Find old, it. Find one. Carmen said Circio was the precursor to to Lard. This. L-A-R-D. Lard. Well, the R Lard was the answer, wasn't it? Yes, correct. Circio was the precursor to this. I didn't know what you were talking about, Sergio. I, I thought I thought you meant something like from Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Totally, that's what I thought. Sergio was, was the know. king, and this guy was the king beforehand. Cersei was the queen. Cersei, whatever. Yeah, was, I'm, yeah. ma- I'm making stuff up now, but several listeners pointed us uh, pointed out to us that the word Carmen was trying to get was Crisco. <laughs> oh. Uh, Oh, that makes oh sense. God. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I still don't know who that is. Crisco. <laughs> I know Crisco one that you bake with. Yeah. That's that's what you use. It's lard. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. Now that yeah. makes sense. Do you <laughs> think you might be dyslexic? We've already went over this. Probably. Well, as much as you might be dyslexic, I might be uh, Alzheimer early onset Alzheimer's because I don't remember ever talking about it. <laughs> and so we all have our own medical problems, don't we, Carmen? Yep. All right, time to check in with Calvin. He has today's news. And now, news with Calvin on the Mike Calter Show. Uh, also, Carmen, I'd like to point something out to you. I'd like to give you the rare Mike Calter compliment. Mm. Oh, wow. Uh, Normally, right. my job is to make your life miserable. You're doing a great job at it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I was listening to the very popular Ryan Seacrest show yesterday. Yeah. And he is uh, good at what he does. That's why he's so rich. Yeah. The girls on the show with him, mm-hmm. oh, my holy puke worthy. <laughs> and not only that, but they talk so fast and they're like fighting to get their words out, and they have that like, and then we did that, and then we did it, and then you said it. I couldn't understand a word they were saying. I couldn't. Evidently, evidently, Ryan Seacrest did a guest spot on nine hundred two one zero in its heyday, and uh, Tori Spelling was doing an interview on some sort of podcast or something, and they asked her, "Who is the one celebrity that you had a shot at that you passed up on?" 
and she said Ryan Seacrest. And and they brought that up to him on his show, and he was like, I didn't, uh, I didn't even know what I was talking about. But I couldn't understand what they were saying to him. The girl's like, and then this was she, and then she was like, Ryan Seacrest, and, and he goes, I don't know. And I was on that show. I think they were in the older years, and these girls were like, no, they were in the high school years. And, this, and, I, just, and I, I looked at my wife. I go, can you hear them? I don't speak teenage <laughs> girl. And she goes, no, they're like so fast. And I thought, that's another point for Carmen. Thank another you. point of how good Carmen is at what she does. Now yeah, make lo- fun of me when I drag out my words again because mm-hmm. I talk slow to make yep. sure people can understand me. That's right. <laughs> yep. You speak to us idiots, and we thank <laughs> yeah. you for that. All uh, right, Cal, yes. Well, real quick, you were talking about Ryan Seacrest. Have you been watching any of American Idol? I haven't watched American Idol, I think, since uh, Paul Abdul was on. So I have been watching American Idol. I watch uh, that, and of course, last night I was watching This is the Vice! Right. <laughs> Which I love. <laughs> but uh, so American Idol, I'm like, okay, what is going on with Katy Perry? Why is she dressing in these moo-moos and all these oh, weird... No. She's, tra- she's transforming. Yeah, you know what she's transforming into? A dude. A fat lady. No. Oh, no. 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 Impossible. Well, listen, she just had a baby. Listen to me. Okay. Oh. Okay. How many? Because holy cow. <laughs> she just had she, it. So now there's a part of American Idol because of uh, the voice being so good where they kind of go around whenever they pair people up for duets. The judges go and give them a little bit of advice, like mentoring, like right. they do on the voice. She walked in and she was wearing a uh, long like sweater, like sweatshirt, where she I don't think she had shorts on underneath or whatever because it went down to her thighs. So it was like one of those things, and she had big fluffy socks on. Her thighs (gasps) were ginormous. I thought she was going to start a fire. It was unbelievable. And I go, oh, that's why you're wearing all those crazy things that are big. Your thighs just started a fire. (laughs) Yep. You are Katie. Let me see. Let me see. I got to tell you. Oh, my God. She is in a moo-moo. She looks like a fruit salad. Yeah. (laughs) Fruit salad. Oh, my God. It's bananas. I, I don't mind. Start that fire. Start it. It's not thick thighs, Spanish. It's not oh, good thighs. It's oh, fat. It's just yeah. fat. And, I'm you trying know, to find a photo now. But Even I worse, can't. it's porky. Listen, oh. don't start yelling at me, ladies. I get it. Whenever you you know have a baby, you gain weight, and you know the baby comes down that's ten pounds. Yeah, but and you because of you, Galvin, that women 70. feel terrible when they're pregnant when they're having a baby. I don't know. I knew a lady that ran a mar- marathon like a month before she gave a birth to a baby. Wow. So, I don't know. Yeah. Here's a meme. People are making memes that were like. I don't think that's a meme. I think that's real. Oh. So here's the other thing. You were talking about Ryan Seacrest. Is, uh, remember, he had something going on, and he had that Bobby Bones, the radio guy, fill in for him. Right. Who looks exactly like him, if he, you don't know him. You yeah, know what he, I mean? He looks like he's in that mold of skinny right. game show host. But uh, he has glasses, so that's how you can tell him apart. But anyways, oh. he is still on the show. Like, Ryan's on the show, and he's on the show. So I don't know whether Ryan's like, eh, eventually I'll just let this guy take over. You know, yeah. we're the same mold, whatever. But he is giving these people, like, advice. And I'm like... Well, oh. he he plays in bands. Regardless. Regardless. I don't know why he's giving them advice. Like, Lionel well, Richie I mean, can give he, you advice. Katy Perry. Go ahead. He can't give them advice on... Uh, like, he's a musician, Bobby Bones, from what no, I understand. Yeah, I get that. But it, he also is a guy who is... In, you know, he plays... You know, you think about it. Cousin Brucey, back in the in the 50s and 60s, was a guy who was very... Uh, you know, he was very... Instrumental in the success of a lot of bands because sure. he could play or I'm not, not play. I'm not saying whether he's qualified. He may be a virtuoso for all I know. But what I'm saying is he's just the haircut that's supposed to be there. Like there was a couple that were doing the song and he goes, 
Guys, I got to tell you, I thought you were just warming up. If that's the arrangement that you're doing, it's putting me to sleep. You got to change that. You got to do something different. And I'm like, what is this guy doing? That's what Lionel <laughs> Richie and he, Luke Bryan and those guys are supposed to do. He's a host. He shouldn't be doing that. I'm not saying whether he's qualified. I'm saying that's not his role. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, you mean as, as a host. Okay, so he's yeah. only hosting. Right. Not, he's not judging. No, he's not judging. He's but not is doing he mentoring? anything. mentoring? No, he's not mentoring. He's not supposed to be doing uh, any of that stuff. I don't know. It I was very weird. Sure. It was very weird. I was like, eh, hey, hold your bones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what, his deal, what the deal is. I can't watch it, that show anymore. It's just too, it it's would too be, fake. It would be like if Ryan Seacrest could play music. I don't know if he can. I don't think so. But if he could play music, him telling these people stuff, you'd be like, Ryan, you're supposed to just be hosting the show. I don't know. With Ryan, I'd be like, look, this guy's been hosting the show for 20 years. He would know more he than He has to know anyone. something. Right. He'd be like giving me advice on what he's seen in the... In the last 20 years. All right. Maybe if a camera guy walked over and said, hey, I'm on, no, the, no, I'm I, on camera three. You know I, what I mean? Your it point. Just Everybody has so their own weird. role on the show, and he's, stre- he's stepping out of his role. Yeah, it seems Especially very weird. Especially as a fill-in guy. Yeah. But is he just the fill-in still? He's like, he's part of it, but he's... Is he the new host? No, no. Ryan's still there. Ryan Seacrest is still there, and they have Bobby Bones. So he just fills in stuff. when Ryan Seacrest isn't available. No, he's also there when Ryan's there, but just like little bit parts. Okay. Like Ryan's probably like, eh, that's uh, starts at six a.m. I'll be there at ten. Let Bobby Bones get over there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, that kind of thing. He's waiting. He's waiting for uh, Ryan to die. Yes. So that he can take <laughs> it. Yeah, and and or like I happen. like I said, Ryan was just like, eh, you know, eventually I'm going to be done with this. Let Bobby Bones start working on it. I got to tell you, Ryan Seacrest. Remember they said that he may have had a stroke in his yeah. eye. He still has one eye bigger than the other you, one. You know weird. why? Because he's working. Give it a goddamn rest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the guy is, or I don't he's know. 48 what, jobs. I don't know <laughs> at what point you've made enough money to go, I'm going to stop doing this one for a little while. Like, give up give up the morning show, the thing that's probably taken the most out of him. Do the TV shows. You know, do the Well, Kelly he's done Reed with the uh, Kardashians, right? Wasn't he the executive producer and creator well, no, of that? Card- yeah, but the Kardashians are ending. He right, that's what I'm yeah, saying. But he, I, I mean, he made hundreds of millions of dollars on that show. Right, so if they're ending, he? then he's done. He doesn't have to executive produce it anymore or do anything. To me, Ryan Seacrest, and I don't know this, but I'm I'm just assuming he didn't, like, think about it. It was him and Dunkelman, right? Right. And Ryan Seacrest just had the look, the look and the skills to do the, the hosting. Yes. Which is really just a, if you're, if you're, if you're looking to just be the host of something, that's your ultimate goal. You don't need a lot of skills to do that. Well, Seacrest replaced all the heavy hitters: Dick Clark, yeah. Regis. Yeah, he, uh, but you know. Dick Clark too. Dick Clark did nothing. He was just a yeah. He was just a talker. He was a host. If you can do those hosting skills, you could l- make it last for a long time, and then pass it on to a guy who does the same thing with game show host. He took over uh, America Top Forty for Casey Kasem. Yep. Like he all those all those big time uh, hosts. He replaced all of them. So he has. Top forty, he's got uh, Dick Clark's Rock New Year's Rock and Eve. He's got the uh, Regis. Regis show. <laughs> he's got the um, morning radio show for. So he took over for Rick Dees, Regis, Dick Clark, uh, Casey Kasem. Yeah, and then American Idol was his. Every yeah. big national for, broadcaster you have ever heard of. Right, he took over. He for got him. all four of their jobs. And then he got the uh, American like Idol role. He's the Thanos uh, of broadcasting. Yeah, so, so how much is he worth? I know. According I know. to Forbes. $400 million. Okay. Spanish? Uh, I'm going to guess $800 million. All right. Carmen? 
$500 million. Uh, It says that he's estimated to between, uh, this was from 2019, so it's probably more. It says between 410 and $430 million, but I also saw other ones that said upwards of $450 million. Yeah. Let's just say $400 million. I'm seeing what, How old is he? 40, 46. 46 years old. I mean, at this point, don't you just go, I'm going to do one show from now on. And I, I will do Dick Clark's thing once a year. I will do the TV show every day with Kelly Ripa, and that's all I'm going to do, and I'm just going to enjoy the rest of my, my if life. If you like my... to do that, even yeah. if you like to do that show, if you're like, yeah, you know, I don't really particularly care to do that. I oh, have pick the one you like. I have $400 million or just done. I'm done. Nah, I'm 46 he, and I'm done. He, listen, if you do five jobs... You like have that. to do you five have jobs, to do, yeah. so, Well, you have to do something. He, It's not the show that he wants. It's the lifestyle. Right. It's the attention. So, um, you know, he's got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame already. Yeah. Like, I I don't, like, that should come before, right about as you're about to die, if you ask me. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe he just can't stop working. Maybe whenever he sits, he, he just loses his mind. He wants like, to I, be the guy. Like, he, you know, he's replacing all these iconic do broadcasters. We, do we know that he has ever been seen with a woman. Yeah. 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 Who? He yeah. had a, he had a like girlfriend models. for quite some time. Shayna Taylor is the last one that comes up. I know that he had a stage kiss with Terry Hatcher one time where they were at paparazzi following him at the beach and then they made out in front of the cameras and he was like, I'm not gay. Um, <laughs> yeah, that Shayna Taylor that uh, Spanish was talking about is a smoke show. She's yeah. not... I don't know and what she does girlfriend? or anything. That long was time, his, yeah. his longtime girlfriend. I don't, know, okay. I don't know if he's still with her. It says they're no longer a couple. He was with uh, Julianne Ho. Who? Huff. Who? How? Huff. Huff. Was he really with her? Yeah, that's what it says. She's the female him. She's the yeah. Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Man, why would he want to break up with the Shayna Taylor girl? She's a 28-year-old chef. You know I, I can tell you why. Because he's in gay. some pictures, uh, <laughs> yeah. he's taller than her. In some pictures, he's shorter than her. Ooh. And the ones that he's shorter in, oh, her, yeah. when he's caught off guard. It also, doesn't stand oh. on his tippy toes. Yep. <laughs> also oh. because even Tommy Lee got sick of banging Pamela. Yep. Yeah, yeah, which is still crazy to me. Yeah. But. Somebody, oh, look who's talking. <laughs> You've banged yeah. every hot chick that's ever been associated with the show. And I'm sick of half of them. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. Says he dated Terry Hatcher for a little while. Yeah, that's the one I was, that was the one that they fake staged the kiss. Yeah. She's gross. <laughs> she really is. Like, on TV, Terry Hatcher, I just, I've met her before. She just looks like, like she's a Karen. Oh, all the way. I love her. Karen all the she, way. I don't love, you love Terry TV, You love TV Terry Hatcher in the uh, 90s. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I know. I get you. But if you meet her, you're like, ooh. Oh. <laughs> what? She's just. Yeah. She looks just like your uh, your friend, your kids, your kids' friend's mom. She looks like an aunt. Yeah, she's totally she's very aunt. auntie. She's totally an aunt. Like she's still got a little sex in her, but yeah. not enough to make you attracted. To she's her. the aunt that you go over to your buddy's house, and she's like, "You guys ever smoked pot before?" She's not cooking you anything. I can no, tell you that. no, 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 no. Yeah. She, I think, I always have a uh, spot in my heart for her because there was a girl that I went to school with, and at a party, uh, we were drinking, and she goes. Hey, come back here. I have to go to the bathroom. And she peed in front of me. What? Yeah. And I was like, oh, weird stuff's about to happen now. <laughs> and I, I was like, I was literally like uh, 16, I think, 15 maybe. Whatever. And I was like, oh, it's about to get weird. Mm. She's the aunt that you go over a house and you go, did she live in Japan? No. Why? I don't know. She's got all these j- Japanese things. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> all right. It is, uh, what time is it? It is 724. Let's check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. All right. We are. News. <laughs> Uh, today's well, we already, right? yeah, we already did. Oh, so long ago, I, don't yeah, I know. I know. We started talking about all the other stuff. <laughs> hey, you said it. <laughs> 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 
Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Stop into a Pelt's location near you for the perfect fit. Make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Get 10% off your entire order. What are you looking for? What do you need? You need some sandals? You need some boots? They you need have some boots? Hugs? Yeah, you gotta, uh, they got boots. With they, fur? Yep. They got casual shoes. They've got dress shoes. They've got everything you're looking for. Stop into a pelt. Pelt shoes, a perfect fit. So the Ever Given, the massive container ship that became wedged in the Suez Canal and cut off traffic in the vital waterway for almost a week, has been refloated, authorities said on Monday. The ship sailed north to the Great Bitter Lake, arriving there just before 1 p.m. Eastern time. The vessel will now undergo a technical inspection. Earlier Monday, the Suez Canal Authority said the ship had, quote, responded to the pooling and towing maneuvers and had corrected its course by 80%. So it's clear now. Go ahead, guys. Go around. You ready for the dad joke of the, of the day? Oh, give it to me. That Randy Hahn posted? Sure. Uh, please, no more ship jokes. Ah, uh, no. No, you messed it up. Yeah. Oh, you talking to Moo? Oh. Oh, he's talking to Moo. Oh. Damn it. Do you want a professional comedian to read it? Give it to Joe. I don't have, I wasn't reading it. That's oh. why I, didn't, I was reading it. I probably All right, take two. Take two. We is. never even heard it. Take two. Okay, yeah, I don't, I Reset. forgot. All right, you ready? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no more. You gonna interrupt? You gonna interrupt me now? Carmen was rewinding. I rewinded it for you. Oh, no, John, it's Spanish. Oh, yeah, it's he's my bad. cackling in my face. You oh. made me laugh. Ready? No more Suez Canal jokes, please. That ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, I like it. Uh, All right. Approved. Uh, Governor Ron, speaking of ships, Governor Ron DeSantis wants you to be able to hop on a cruise from Florida's yeah. ports by July. <laughs> But the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention budge, uh, what? Uh, under will they uh, budge under the threats of lawsuit? Governor DeSantis says the current cruise ship ban is based on outdated medical information. Uh, the state is threatening to sue the CDC unless ships are allowed to sail by the summer. Uh, saying, quote, to say you can't sail by the time we get to the end of June. The CDC is basically saying the vaccines don't work then, uh, Governor DeSantis said. They're basically anti-vaxxers. The uh, Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody agrees, saying the rationale is based on outdated data and guidelines put in place before we had COVID-19 vaccine. After major outbreaks on cruise ships, the CDC shut down most of the industry last March. Florida lost thousands of jobs and billions of dollars. Yeah, Yeah, and uh, I I, I don't know how it's happening that we are getting through this as good as everybody else with this everything being as open as it is and it, I, to me it's a sign that they should be progressing now with the vaccine with the vaccine being available to uh people 40 and over with the vaccine being uh, available to 16 and older eventually they already they already rolled out a plan for yeah, it. yeah i think it's let's in the start, next couple of weeks it's yeah let's start to get, getting back into the uh into the role i mean you know, you look at the stock market and you look at all these companies that have just lost all this money. Let's start with the plan now. We got a vaccine. We've got, uh, you know, we're not in the clear yet, but we still got to keep our, our heads on straight. But we need to start concentrating on how to, on moving this country forward and getting things back open again. It's the only way where everybody's going to survive. Never going to happen. I, I mean, look, I, I'm telling I look, I, I, if I have to wear a mask every day for the rest of my life, I could do it. But, but my, my point I is, don't like, want we, to. we are so, me either. 
but, but we're so lucky here that in this industry we've been able to keep going. But can you imagine no. what would we have done if this was one of the things yeah. that they had to shut down? And and it's easy for people to say, oh, you know, shut it down. Well, yeah, because it's not your livelihood right. getting shut down. I think the, a bigger issue that I don't really see a lot of people talking about, some are touching on it, is there's they keep saying that the deadly strain is coming out of South America and Brazil, but all those people are being funneled up through South America and in through our borders right now. It's and not, there, there's not enough people there to really. That's 100% not true. All it takes is 10. If you, let's say you have 10 people that are yeah, infected. Yeah, but you're always going to have people traveling. No, I you're know. You're always going to have people coming in from South America. You're always. I don't have... know if the flights are coming in from South America when that's got the dead. They, they literally have said that Brazil has the deadliest strain of coronavirus right now. Yeah, Brazil so, also got the highest population. But, of, uh, but they're coming up, and AIDS. that's why they keep yeah. saying that these vaccines that we're getting now are going to be null and void by next year because this new strain is, is coming up through, you know, the chains of South America up through here. I'm not saying we may have to what, still live smart. But. I agree. Well, that's why I think that we're we are we're seeing a lot of freedom now. But I think in the next couple of months, they're going to tighten the reins. Do I have to buy toilet paper again? You might have Well, to. the CDC is talking about impending doom. Yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> I mean, they, oh, literally, yeah. they were literally quoted the one lady was fighting back tears talking yeah. about impending doom and saying that people need to hold on a bit longer and keep doing what we're doing. But, you know, who knows? We'll see. Mm. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty. Like, Let's go on a cruise in June. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty interesting. So I am not a fan of Senator Ted Cruz. I don't know if anybody is. What's interesting is that um, Ted Cruz is a lot like Trump, where at times he makes so much sense, and you're like, oh, good, somebody's brave enough to say it. But then he's such a clown when he does it, you're yep. like, I can't get back. Right, he's such a... Yeah. But uh, Senator Ted Cruz released a video, uh, he says, shows a Biden administration staffer clashing with him at a border facility and trying to prevent him from filming, telling the Republican, quote, this is not a zoo, sir. So what he was doing was he was filming at the facility, Ted Cruz was, with his phone, and she kept on stepping in front of him, trying to, like, block his view. Well, don't do that. That annoys, that annoys the hell out of me. Uh, so here is uh, Senator Ted Cruz when he was on Fox News, and it shows some of the video, and he makes some good points in here. Take a listen to this. Here we go. Just today, uh, the Biden administration has over 16,000 children in custody. We went and toured the Biden cages. You know, for four years, we heard Democrats in the media talking about kids in cages under President Trump. Joe Biden has built more cages. The cages are bigger and they're more full. The, the Donna facility where that video you just showed was taken, the Donna facility is this giant tent city that they've built. It's massive. It's designed to hold a thousand people, but under COVID restrictions, its capacity is 250. It right now has over 4,000 people in it. It is at a 1,500% capacity. And that meant you saw in, in these cages, children, little boys and little girls, side by side, they're not six feet apart, they're not three feet apart, they're not even six inches apart. They're lying on the floor, there are no beds, they're lying on the floor side by side. They're covered with aluminum foil, emergency blankets. And in that facility, the children there are testing positive for COVID at roughly a 10% rate. So they're locking them in these cages where COVID in a pandemic is a real risk. It is inhumane. It is unconscionable. And it's the direct result of the political decisions that Joe Biden has made. Interesting. But here's the thing. 
You had uh, Biden calling them cages, or the Democrats calling them cages when Trump did it. You have uh, Cruz calling them cages when when Biden's got him in there and talking about COVID and all that. But nobody, neither side, really cares about the fact that these poor human beings are being locked up and and uh, treated like uh, animals. It, it, they're overcrowding them. You would if you saw a video like this that had dogs. Uh, too many dogs in a facility. People would be losing their minds right now. And uh, the, we have human beings in there. And instead of saying, "Hey, we should," we we you know, this is not a life that these people should be living. They're humans. Both sides are doing the same thing. They're in cages and they're spreading the like. Neither one of them really care about the people. the big fact and that they're people. It's oh, all yeah. for political gain. That's yeah. yeah. the only reason they even bring it up. And that's both sides. One hundred percent. But yeah. but the interesting thing is, you know, all the Democrats that were like, "Oh my." God, Trump's putting them in cages and stuff. Well, now it's doing the same thing under the Biden administration. And what are they saying? Are they like, oh, no, everything's good now? Because did you hear what he said? So normally it could hold a 1,000 people. With COVID, they said it's supposed to be 250. It has over 4,000 kids and people in there. I mean, that's just the incubator for COVID. Yeah. But but the problem I'm saying is that Ted Cruz is not saying, oh, no, these people are being overcrowded in this this cage or this holding facility. What he's saying is, oh, they're spreading disease and they're not following the Democrats or hypocrites. But the bottom line is that they've got all these people crammed into this one spot with, uh, you know, an uncertain future. These poor babies are laying on the floor with aluminum uh, foil blankets. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're a rich enough country where we can go in there and provide an, a better facility for these people. Well, uh, as of March 21st, uh, 2021, according to Fox Business, the Biden administration did award ICE $86 million in contracts to secure hotel rooms uh, at the border to shelter a lot of these immigrants. Yeah, so. and look, and that's a problem within itself is yeah. that uh, now we have to now we're now they're coming in illegally and we're buying them uh, right. hotel rooms. I get it, but at the bottom, at the end of the day. They're human beings, and they should be treated that way, and it's ridiculous. If you're going to send them back, send them back, but if you're just going to keep them locked up in a tiny dog cage, what's next? We're going to have them fighting each other for money? Mm, you know, it's, put uh, it on pay-per-view. Uh, yeah, but neither one of these idiots want to say that. That Nobody wants to look at it and go, uh, they're human beings being, you know, yeah. they're living right now. And don't give me that whole, oh, well, they came from the country that was worse than that. Yeah, I know, and they risk their lives and their children's lives to try and find something better and and they're they're probably happy with this. Their their life was so bad before that this is actually probably a step up for them. But it's still horrible, and we've become so desensitized to it because both sides constantly want to fight with each other. We're stopping the we we don't want to stop and realize that these are human beings that are these little kids. When he brings up these things about these little kids laying side by side, breathing on each other and and uh, spreading the virus, he's he has no compassion for the fact that these are little kids having to sleep on the floor. And and this is going on for months now. It's insane. These and people, away from their parents. Yeah, yeah. Well, even even if they're with their parents, it's still. I mean, yeah. You want is that where you want to be on the floor with your parents? No. Yeah. But you want to be with your family at least. You're yeah. in a new country now. You're locked in a cage away from all of your family. Uh, it's it's uh it's a sad situation, and it's even sadder that what we've become that we don't even care anymore. Yeah. Uh, former President Donald Trump and former First Lady Melania Trump launched a website Monday in what his office describes as a bid to stay in touch with supporters and coordinate future appearances. Trump's representative said the website 45, the number 45, office.com, will allow individuals to submit correspondence, scheduling requests, and press inquiries for the uh, president and Mrs. Trump. President and Mrs. Trump are continually strengthened by enduring spirit of the American people, and they look forward to staying in 
in touch, according to Trump's office statement. Now, can you explain to me what you guys texted me yesterday? <laughs> where, uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Mike Lindell is saying that Trump will be back in office by August? I mean, if he says it, it's got to be true, right? Yeah. I mean, where is he? Did he really say that? Well, I mean, remember, it's. I think it's Helium J. Because remember, everybody said that Trump was going to be back in office by March 15th, wasn't right. it? That was the thing. So now they're like, oh, no, no, we looked at the calendar wrong, and now it's going to be, yeah. you know, whatever. Like the crazy lady who, who was going to shave her head. Right, exactly. And I, yes. I said, well, okay, we're in March now, and Trump is still not in office. And, oh, he will be. You're yep. wrong. Yep. Okay, I'm wrong. Hello. Okay, so, but that guy, though, has got a, a you know, billion-dollar business on the line. But him saying these ridiculous things and coming out and doing this, he's risking everything. Well, he said he's going to file a lawsuit that's going to prove that uh, there was election. You know, Trump won the election, which means he's still the president. Well, he can file 100 lawsuits. Right. Anybody can file a lawsuit. Yeah. Dom's taught us that over the years. Uh, I don't get that either. Yeah, I think he's just crazy. Is what it is. Or it he just wants to sell pillows. He may be a genius. <laughs> could be. Totally could be. I mean, just because you have a ton of money doesn't make you uh, not susceptible to being crazy. Yeah. You know? So. Hello! Hello! <laughs> I nailed that. I really got to tell you, I'm very proud of that. Uh, we got some Tampa news, a few different ones, uh, stories out of Tampa here. A Tampa area man has lost his job at a marketing and web design company after a TikTok user exposed his video, uh, a video advertising a fake COVID-19 vaccine card business. So this guy is making these fake, fake cards that say that you're vaccinated. Uh, James Concar's fake vaccination card video, which included the captions F masks, uh, it was highlighted by Mississippi pharmacist Savannah Malm, who has uh, posted other viral call-out videos linked to the pandemic. Malm also showed Concar's LinkedIn profile and several other TikToks where he used misogynistic and racist language. Just six, uh, six hours after Malm's post on Friday, Tampa Marketing Company 1305 announced it had fired Concar, who lives in Wesley Chapel. He has since deleted his LinkedIn. Here is a little bit of audio from the woman calling this guy out on TikTok. Now, James, do you really think it's smart to advertise that you not only forge medical documents, but also have the intent to distribute them? Did you not learn how to not commit multiple felonies and then put it on the Internet as an Internet marketing specialist at 1305? Yeah, Mr. Conkar, I really don't think your company is going to take too kindly to the COVID denialism, the admission of multiple felonies and the racism. <laughs> so mm-hmm. hey, he apparently his COVID fake COVID card business is uh, out of business now. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, so too bad for him. Uh, this comes a uh, Florida teacher pleaded guilty to sending envelopes filled with a white powder. White powder! And in some cases, threatening letters to employees at four different schools where she was fired from. The U.S. Attorney's Office for the Middle District of Florida said that Maria Bassi Loro, 66, of Davenport, was fired for poor performance at schools and then mailed packages in August and September of 2018 to employees who played some role in her performance reviews or termination. All four envelopes contained a suspicious powder, and three also included notes indicating the package was punishment. Uh, <laughs> authorities, including hazmat teams, responded each time a letter was found. Test shows the substance wound up being baking soda. 
Oh. Uh, Laura admitted to sending the letters because she was upset and wanted the victims to think that they were exposed to deadly toxins. She's pleaded guilty to three counts of making hoaxes that appear to involve biological agent or toxin. She's now facing up to 15 years in prison. There's a uh, lovely picture of Maria there on Bone TV. Yeah, I was going to say, it's almost as bad as really sending it. It's yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. The threat is still there. And, be, I mean, you're freaking people out. You have to have the hazmat team. And there's so much that goes into that, you know. That's yeah. crazy. Don't do that. People are dumb. There was a guy that worked uh, with me at the radio station who I hated. And uh, No, no, no. <laughs> uh, old radio station. And I forget how exactly it went down. But he, oh, that's what it was. It was something about his electric bill, and he uh, was on the phone with them, and he was like, how if I just send you some anthrax instead? And uh, they were like, oh, really? Cool. Called the cops, the whole thing, whatever. And then it was like all over the place. He was such a dope mm, idiot. Yeah. You, don't mess, you don't mess around with that stuff. The threat of that is enough to no. get in trouble. Uh, Carmen? Yes. You have not seen Oscar anywhere, have you? No. Oscar was Carmen's Oscar, cat. Oscar, My Oscar. stray cat I yeah. was taken care of. Stray cat strut. Well, a couple in <laughs> England, listen to this, recently found out their neighbors were moving and their house was up for sale. So out of curiosity, they looked it up on a real estate site to check out the photos inside and stuff, uh, and they found... Their cat had been living a double life. <gasps> what? In a, in a photo of one of the bedrooms was their cat, Freddy, stretched out on the bed, just making himself at home. There it is up on Bone TV. They said they knew he'd gone inside the neighbor's house before, but didn't realize he was basically living there part-time. <laughs> and it might not be the only neighbor that he's cheating with. They say that other people on the street see him all the time and call him by different names. So he could be secretly living a bunch of different oh, lives. Oh, wow. I've hilarious. seen that, and actually Monica said one of her cats was doing that for a while. Just going over to the neighbor's house and be like, hey, what's up? Yeah, because she'd let him outside to go back, and her cats are really good about coming back after being let outside, but her cat was literally just walking across the hall to her neighbor's apartment and would stay there for the day, and then when Monica got home from work, the neighbor would let it out, and the cat would just come home to Monica's. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think our cat does that. I think so too. Yeah, it probably you goes to its real cat. home yeah. because yeah. you stole it. Yeah, we no. we you know we gave it love and it came to us. But I think during the day she goes and she finds another another food source. Mm. Well, that's cats though. Cats just go yeah. out. And She's prowling, feed and do yeah. stuff. She always comes back so mad at us for no reason <laughs> because you guys leave it alone for so long. Nate Bargatze does a bit about that. They have a fat cat, and he goes, he, "They're like your cat's fat." And he goes, "Yeah, what do you want me to do? It doesn't tell me when it goes out and eats four <laughs> birds. He goes, it doesn't come in and tell us not to make it dinner or anything." Yeah, yeah but. That's the thing. <laughs> he's not. That's not eating four birds. He's overfeeding that cat. Yeah, your cat's not eating birds if you're, if you're feeding it cat food. Oh no, it totally is. They to, they love to and they'll bring it as presents. Like yeah, but they won't eat them. They'll just kill them. Our cat eats them and then throws it up on the yeah. front. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah, they still yeah. eat. They have that. They have that hunting you know yeah. gene in them where they want to do that and hunt and kill stuff and eat it. I was he- eating a leftover steak from oh, bird. from Friday night and our cat was inside and she literally came up and was trying to take the raw steak off my plate. I was like, get the hell out of here. What are you doing? Oh, my cat's a little girl. Girl, doesn't know anything about outside or raw. The other day, my wife went to walk the dog, and she went out the bedroom door, so she probably didn't realize, but the cat followed her out. 
Then I was about to go to bed, and I go in the kitchen and get a drink, and I hear, and there's a cat outside, and I go, look at you, you idiot. Stay out there. Um, no, no, I let her in, but I, I, I just get mad at her. Carmen, um, since Oscar's gone, yes, maybe you want Lucy. Yes. I love your cat. I Please think your cat's it. adorable. Please take it. Lucy is so cute, but you already said your daughter said no. We had a little bit of a conversation with her over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And she might be loosening up. She might be loosening the reins. Oh, really? See, yeah. the only problem is my roommate won't let me have an indoor. She wants to cook it. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, but she You is... should always say, now for now, my hot roommate. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. my hot roommate. Yeah. So that we don't have false figure, you know, false images of I'm what she's... So we can tell you two the, apart. Yeah. I've shown you two. Yeah, I've shown you guys a million pictures of her before. It's not never my saw fault her. that I you never forget. saw her until we had dinner the other night. That's not yeah, true. I don't think I've shown you totally pictures. true. I've shown you guys pictures on Instagram no. when I first moved in with her. No. I don't feel like we were properly prepared for her to be that hot one. I was yeah. not prepared at no. all whatsoever. Well, I don't think I saw her from waist down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually said to my wife, I didn't know Carmen Drury was that hot. Mm. <laughs> Is that how you said it? Yeah. Just if you say it to your own wife, you know she's hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's beautiful. But she's gone for two weeks, so I feel like if I was going to sneak an animal in the house, right now would be the time. Oh, sure. man. Yeah. Am I that animal? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, he wants to. I, I just want to sleep in her bed. Oh, okay. Like, what? are approved. Uh, <laughs> what yeah. would be the weirdest... No. What would be the weirdest Carmen show relationship ever? Like... If you found out Carmen was sleeping with anybody on the show, Gio. Well, if I, we found out she was sleeping with Gio, either the world has officially come to an end, or this is the best <laughs> fake love story I've well, ever that, witnessed. See, I think that they they hate each other so much publicly that I'd be like, oh well, that's why they were pretending to hate each other. Yeah, so yeah. it wouldn't be so weird. What's if up? If I found out Carmen, <laughs> you guys caught us. If I found out Carmen and Galvin were sleeping together, that would blow oh. my mind. Yeah, that would be pretty crazy. Yeah, I think uh, Carmen and Papap would do you really. <laughs> oh my god. That'd be really weird. I don't think so. I think it's because she wants to sleep in Spanish, but she can't. So she's oh, like, oh, no. I, I would think it would I'd be like, Carmen, you know he doesn't have any money. Just because he's old, if he dies, you're not oh, getting anything. Oh, my God. I got a house. I mean, that's yeah, That's true. Yeah. For I the record, a couple I don't cars. want a couple cars that have low mileage on it. He's got a cat. For the record, I'm very happy with my sex life, and I do not want to sleep with any of you. Uh, Sorry. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Ooh, ditto. We know. We yeah. get it. Yeah. yeah. Talking about your roommate. <laughs> Yeah. A hot one. Uh, there's a 46-year-old woman named Latunia Wright who uh, runs a tax prep service in Houston, and it seems like she has, uh, hasn't has been doing a great job lately. Last Thursday, there was a couple in her office complaining about some issues with the tax refund that she had got them, and another woman in the office named uh, Marquita Boyle, who was there because Latunia uh, got audited by the IRS. Well, when the couple started complaining about their refund, Latunia grabbed a gun and pointed it at them and cocked it. Marquita started filming, and Latunia was uh, walked up and hit her and smashed her phone. Fortunately, no shots were fired, uh, but she was arrested for aggravated robbery and aggravated assault. We have her mug shot up on Bone TV there. Take a look at this one. Get your taxes done. Uh, you got, you got, I said you got three hundred dollars yeah. back. Oh. Oh. Okay, all right. I that was you had me at Latunia. Yeah. Um, I went to Neiman Marcus on Saturday uh-huh. to pick something up. I don't, I don't know if I've ever been in there from the outside of the store before. I've always gone in from the middle. Anyway, so I was right in front of the store, like by the by the exit entrance door, and while I was waiting for service, 
this kid walked up to me, probably in his 20s, and he goes, excuse me, can I borrow your cell phone for a second? My oh. friend just left me here, but he left with my cell phone in the car. And I was like, yeah, no problem. Really? So I, well, I Yeah, mean, no problem. He was standing next to me uh-huh. in the mall, and I had my phone in my hand, so I unlocked it, opened it up to the phone dialing screen, and I handed it to him. Okay, so let me ask you this. When that guy just bolts, what do you do? Well, that was the thing. He couldn't really go too far. Okay. We were inside Neiman Marcus, so if he bolted, I would have bolted after him, and then uh, there's security there as well. You know what I mean? So what? How far would he have gotten? Well, and, and also I'm really I mean I'm one phone call away from the insurance just shutting it down and replacing my phone. Yeah. Well, the problem I'll, is if is if your phone's locked, there's nothing they can do with it. They can't activate it. They can't reactivate. It, they can't do anything. But if your phone is unlocked. Then they can do anything. They can wipe your phone. They can get your yeah. information. So, but my thing is, uh, the guy came up to me and asked if he could use my phone. He said, my friend just dropped me off and left with my phone in the car. Can I call, use your phone to call him? That was a pretty good uh, reason why he would need yeah. my phone. And I go, sure. And I give him my phone to do it. And I'm right next to him. What is the alternative? To look at him and go, no, I'm sorry. You can't use my phone? Yeah. Yes. I'm oh, in a I hurry. Could. Yeah, I, I was I, in a I hurry. Don't have time. I'm sorry. I was standing there waiting for help, so it was very obvious that I wasn't in a hurry. You could yeah. have said, "I've seen Dateline, sir. Get out of my face." What would you say? I would give me his number. I'll call him myself. Yeah, yeah, but that didn't. He would have been like four. Or the Neiman Marcus, go right to the service desk. I'm sure they've got a phone, a landline phone. Yeah. You, can you call would anybody. say that to him instead of letting him use your 100%. phone. 100%. Oh. By the way, let me point out two things. One, you're not bolting after anyone. Two, uh, you, you're wrong. He's fast. Security. I am, not, I am not a fast I am not a fast runner. I'm not a fast basketball player. However, when I've had to chase people for anger reasons, my adrenaline kicks in and I move like a truck. You're saying it's a 20 year old kid? Yeah. I don't 20, know. 20 I, something. Yeah, I don't he see dress you. nice. Yeah, but I don't see you chasing after him very far. And security? Well, Get out of here. here. Security some guy that, you know, failed out of whatever, and he's like, I, I guess I'll just be a security guard now. <laughs> he's a loser. Yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> Paul Blard's not catching anyone. <laughs> it wasn't mall security. It was department store security. And oh. I know because in the past I've gotten in some skirmishes in the department store, and they come out of the woodwork because they got they – got, um, fake shoppers in the department stores. They've got guys in mirrors watching you. I mean, they're everywhere watching you for theft prevention. So if you get in a fight in a department store, they come out like that. And then the cops are there like that. I'm just saying, if a guy, if you handed a guy your phone and he just went, thanks, boom, and just took off, he's gone. Yeah, but if I'm running, here's the deal. Yeah, he's going to outrun me. But if I'm chasing him in in a mall that's got... Walkie-talkies and security everywhere. There's too many of them. Like my father used to tell me, you can't outrun the cops. There's too many of them. I don't think they care that much about your phone, though. I think so. I'm reading. Yeah, a but little... if I, they don't. Neiman Marcus sees a skirmish. Yeah. They don't know what's going on. They I, think we might have gotten one of their. I would never want to give my unlocked phone to somebody. Well, so uh, according to the internet, uh, something that you have to look out for is you know how you can do the like when you touch your phone to pay stuff. Yeah. So if he had a phone in his swipe pocket, skimmer, when yeah. he get close enough, he could skim, and since it was unlocked, he can get all the information yep. off your phone, then it stores in his phone, and then when he hands it back, yeah. he basically has a copy of your information Everything. Right. on him. Bank, your who's address, the, phone number. Who's the fastest on the show? Spanish, are you fast? Um, yeah, maybe between me or Carmen, I'd say. 
Oh, loose knees. They didn't come anywhere. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've, I can run straight. I've seen her, yeah. 20-year-old Carmen. I don't know about 30 do, do, Oh, do don't you remember? faster when, than you. Yeah, when she <laughs> ran away from Mike Cernak dressed as a clown. She got up pretty quick. Yeah, that's that's a fast mover. That's not a fast runner. That was also under 30, Carmen, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was, that was it. I was young Carmen, not old Carmen. You guys want to have foot races? I miss that Carmen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, will, uh, I will easily say uh, I concede on this one. Not in the top five. By the way, Mike, here is exactly... Here's exactly how I handle this. You're the kid, and you want to use my phone. Go ahead and ask. I'm just standing there. I'm with, I have my phone in my hand. I'm looking through it. You come up and ask me. Uh, excuse me, sir. My friend just dropped me off, and I left my phone in his cart. Can I use your phone for a second? No, thanks. No, no I'm asking you if I can use your I, phone. No. Beat it. Well, that's so rude. Everybody's got cell phones. And then I punch him right in the mouth. Oh, my God. You want to run? I'm with Spanish. The guy's got, there's so much technology to try and skim your phone. And once your phone is unlocked, you are so vulnerable. Every, all your banks, every, your Coinbase, all that stuff. Gio gave me a slight heart attack the other day when he said, what are you going to do when Coinbase just doesn't open? And then that afternoon when I went to open my Coinbase, it said the servers were down. And I was like, Jesus, Uh, Lord. Yeah. Okay, but, but so uh, I watched the guy. I stood right next yeah. to him. He didn't go walk over there. I stood right next to him, over him. He, I watched him dial and hold the phone to his ear uh, and then hand it back to me. And it, what happened is it rang out, and he goes, oh, damn it. I go, I'm sorry. Good luck to you. But, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. but that may have been a total normal guy that did that. What yeah. about the other guy who goes, all right, and then he, oh, it fumbles it and then holds it down next to his pocket. and oh. it's All transfers, and then he goes, oh, he's not answering. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. By or the, the reader's in his hand when he holds it. Uh, yeah. Honestly, though, you're probably safer than most of us because you have that life lock, and they'll tell you straight up when someone's I know, jerking around with your funds. You know what I mean? I know, but it's just, can't you just be a nice guy anymore? No, 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 you can't. No. No, I know. Because people take advantage of you. But that's, that kind of, that's kind of crappy because there's some people or like that in that situation, you're like, hey, I'm going to do a good deed. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to let this guy use no. my True. phone. Galvin's right. Yeah. Uh, but then awful. The, yeah, you know who I do good deeds for? Dogs, because dogs will always be there. Seriously, they don't though, have dog, dogs aren't trying to scam <laughs> yeah. you. They're not trying to. They just want pets, and they no, want their butt scratched. Because my dog scammed me the other day. <laughs> my dog scammed me twice in one day. How? It was like, uh, hey, can I have a treat? Can I have a treat? And I was like, okay, I'll get you a treat, but I'll make you do some some uh, behavior things for it. So I got the treat, and I started walking to the behavior area, and on my way there, I ran up, and I just ate it out of my hand. And I was like, well, that's it. You're, you're not following the rules. And then also... Uh, the dog's like, I want to love you and lick your face. And I'm like, okay. And it's like, oh, I didn't tell you I ate cat poop. Yeah. Oh, the dog yeah. has betrayed me twice. Yeah. So. Or it'll eat a whole pizza. <sighs> All right, uh, Calvin, we have to take a break. Because when we uh, come back, we've got Dominic Ferriello is going to join us for Ask the Dom. And then Quentin Aaron's going to be here. Well, uh, and then, yeah. we At 8 o'clock, we got the uh, thing. The, we uh, do have the thing. phone bonus. So you got to keep listening because it may happen in the middle of... Uh, a commercial break. It may happen while we're talking to Dom. Whatever it lands on, pay attention because at eight o'clock, the first keyword of the morning is going to come out. You text seven zero one two three for your chance to win one thousand dollars. Eight o'clock, ten o'clock, twelve o'clock, two o'clock, and five o'clock. Yep. Yeah, I want to. I just. I'll get used to it. Um, but your chance to win a thousand dollars each time. The next time coming up right now in less than five minutes. Let's take a break. Ask the Dom joins us next. We'll get on the phone lines eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five or seven two seven five seven nine one zero two. Tax day is coming. Oh no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 